0: Oh,
1: Recorded live.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Albert Urquasa. This is the Humanity Matters podcast number 679. I need to do a lot more, but for now, 679. Tonight we are going to be interviewing Todd Double D DeFazio. Now, Todd is a man of many talents, and as a matter of fact. <laughs> You may not expect this one, but he actually
1: owns
0: World Records. So, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to introduce Todd right now. So, get ready, people around the globe, because here we go. Hell ink from somewhere in Pittsburgh a wrestling fan and a radio man, Todd Double D. God. Oh, that, that's a that's
2: a heck of a welcome. Uh, you're doing good.
0: <laughs> thanks for
2: having me on your show today.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I could have gone longer on that, but but I, I chose not to do that just in case I was breaking the eardrums of you or or any of our guests. <laughs>
2: that,
0: I was part, that was part of the introduction
2: I've ever had.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I, I do. I got to take care of the business. So <laughs> now. I, I, I mentioned you had a few world records. Now um before we get into all that, let's let's go ahead and find out a little bit more about you now. You've been on a few radio stations and worked with a few radio personalities so and you're currently working with uh a radio personality, Jim or Jimmy Crenn. Tell us a little bit about your experiences in radio. And obviously we want to know about the uh, Idiot Radio Show Network and your studios and all of that. So uh, let's hear about, I guess, the genesis of Todd's career. How about we do it like that? What? Double D career. But wait a minute, we've got to make this right now. Now, roughly speaking, within... Twenty pounds. What would you say your weight is?
2: What my weight?
0: (laughs) Your weight Uh, within twenty pounds.
2: I'm currently at two hundred and eighty pounds. I was at I was about back in July of last year. I was at three hundred and fifty-eight pounds.
0: Holy Moses! I'm glad you're down to two eighty. That's a good thing.
2: Yeah, I've got a long way to go, but
0: hey, but that's all right. But the reason why I needed your weight. Is we got to do this proper, like WWE and all that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, but wait a minute. Now, were you ever a DJ, or what do you call yourself? Like, are you a VJ or internet J? What do you call yourself? What's uh, your <laughs> radio show?
2: I I just I don't I don't really call myself anything formal. But I, when I was twelve years old, I started out as a disc jockey. Okay, uh, just you know, uh, spinning turntables on
1: on 1200s oh, really?
2: doing. Uh, Doing school dances and family parties and oh my. Le- learning the craft and uh,
1: I, I
2: I always wanted to do radio but it, it started my love for it started as a as a regular disc jockey and I, uh, I, de- I DJed from when I was twelve years old I bars and nightclubs all over Pittsburgh and south in the south side. How uh-huh. did
1: you do that, Todd?
0: How'd you get in there and all that?
2: <laughs> and I just grew my reputation as I got older and and I got better at, at DJing it's uh, a lot of people think that it's a, you know you just play a song but there's a method to it there's a it's a um it's a craft uh, it's a dying craft ever since the MP3 era I think yeah. everything everything's digital now and it's my right. you know it's 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 a lot easier to push a button now than to physically beat mix a a song and things like that but uh, I I was um I've DJed all over the place. Um, one oh. of my jo- jobs that I loved is I was the um, DJ at the, uh, the VIP. Yeah, man, wait,
0: wait, wait! We gotta hold that thought for a minute. We gotta introduce you like a wrestling man for a minute.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Coming yeah, from Pittsburgh, PA, weighing uh, 280 pounds, the man of many talents from Pittsburgh. If you mess with him, you mess with me. Everybody listen to Double D. All right, <laughs> uh, now we're back.
1: <laughs>
0: no, <Art> i <Defezio. laughs> I don't um, know if guest number four can handle that. <laughs> he
1: might be like, get yeah. out here
0: in a minute. Be like, that guy crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, have you ever done anything wild or cr- considered wild or crazy on the radio, being that you work stations?
1: <laughs> <for the> <laughs> well, Come on. That's uh, up. Well, Did you or didn't you? Well, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, there my, you go. my first day,
2: what got me there, what, what got attention uh, on the Bucket hey. and Melvin Morning Show, is I was doing a thing with the the Village Idiots was a podcast. Okay. before there were podcasts. Okay. There, we were we were sending out the Village Idiots Show. Yeah. My first my first podcast out on CDs because there were. Podcasting didn't come around until 2004, 2005. Right. and um, So we, we literally had a uh, mailing list of okay. people, and um, we would mail out a CD. We would record uh, like a four-hour CD once a month, and we would mail it out to our fans all over the country.
0: Wow. That must have yeah. been kind of expensive, wasn't it?
2: Uh, it was, but we had sponsors and and things like that. So I mean, it didn't. Uh, but it I mean, if cost. you
0: didn't have sponsors, it would have been pretty expensive, I would
2: imagine. Uh yeah, it was reasonably priced with the CDs. I think they were like not even a dollar a CD at the oh, time. Oh, so wow! We were, I thought it cost was
0: more than that, and I know. Yeah, it we does. were
2: sending them out. But uh, I I wanted to get in radio. Like I said, I was I was working at. As a a regular disc jockey and at bars and nightclubs, and uh, one of the places I DJ'd at was uh, called the VIP, the roller rink, the outdoor roller rink in South Park. Okay, I would DJ there all the time, and Mm. I never could crack into regular radio. Well, what got me there is um, going into your question is I got the attention of one of my idols, uh, Bubba, on B ninety four with his new show, Buckhead and Bubba. I was getting uh, darts thrown at my butt. Okay. And that was that was um my the original Village Idiot show was more like a a cross between Howard Stern and, and MTV Jackass. Uh oh. And um so we would do a lot. We were no like from you just say did you ever do anything crazy? Yeah. On the on the radio? Well, yeah. Your, the answer to the question is yes, and do you have a, a long time because I could run a list down all day for you. Hey
1: man,
0: let me put it to you <laughs> throw down some of the list. Uh, give us about ten or fifteen crazy things.
2: Uh well the first thing I did on B ninety four, um I I walked on thumbtacks for tax day, April fifteenth.
0: Wait a minute, you you, you walked on thumbtacks with what?
2: I with bare feet.
0: Are you how did that not hurt like a Mother Fritos?
2: Oh uh, it hurt. It, it definitely did hurt.
0: Did it make, uh,
2: Eat a lot. Uh yeah, it bled pretty good. <laughs> Ooh,
1: man! <laughs> so that, that, I didn't end up in the hospital.
2: Uh, I was trying to get there on my talent alone. Yeah, and, um, I just played the. Wow. Uh, I couldn't get. I couldn't get there. So then wow. I, I found that I, I was had more success playing the, playing the big dummy, and uh, you know wow. the guy that's going to do crazy things. And then
0: the,
2: I took full advantage of the opportunity. And I would just do as many crazy things as I could. But all the while, I was like a sponge in those buildings, learning as much as I could from everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. I was,
0: That's I was picking you to do that.
2: Yeah, I was picking the brains of managers. I was picking the oh. brains of promotion people mm. the other DJs. I'd shadow them and sit in on their shows and watch mm. that. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I met a lot of great people. And to, that, that was my roots to where I am now, a lot of that stuff contributed to the success of things with idiot radio right now but let me ask
0: you though when you did that with the tax how did you not end up with an infection in the hospital and all that fun stuff uh
2: i had i was frequently getting tetanus shots because like i told you i i got on radio i got noticed on radio wow. from, from you had to uh
0: more to one tetanus shot
2: <laughs> over the years yeah I, I got darts thrown at my butt so that oh, was
0: gosh. um
2: i i stuck my tongue in a mouse trap
1: Shit!
2: Oh, I, I um I
1: said you
2: you mentioned my world records in the introduction. The world record that I have is actually in the the um, dot book okay. of world records. Is um, a world record where I sat on a George Foreman grill with no pants. I believe that's still current.
0: No, wait a so, minute! You sat on a George Foreman grill.
2: With no pants,
0: yeah. How did you sit on it? Wouldn't it break?
2: Uh no, it didn't break.
0: Okay, now so you were so you didn't have any pants or undergarments on?
2: No, I just sat on it with bare butt.
0: How did you not get caught somewhere?
2: <laughs> well it, it uh it, it so what we do the world record is is you sit on a cold and you turn it on and then you gotta see who can sit on it the longest. Okay, and uh, and that's a world record. So but wait a minute, I mean,
0: who were you doing this? I mean, you weren't doing this it, obviously. Impossible. I did that at
2: Star one hundred
0: point seven. Oh, inside that, the building, then, right?
2: Yeah, J.R. Bubba Shelley Morning Show. Yeah.
0: Okay, so wait a minute. So how do they know you sat there the longest? Was somebody watching you?
2: Well, we would do the segment I was on on the one hundred point seven morning show. Was um, it was a uh, it was a segment called World Record Monday. Okay. And every every Monday we would uh, we would set world records. Mm. We failed a lot, which made it funny. Oh boy! But uh, but it was uh, always a good time.
0: So oh, hold on a minute. And now you were there. How long did you sit on this George Foreman grill?
2: I believe it was like thirty seconds.
0: Oh, was it was it on or something?
2: I sat on it cold, but it got really hot within eight seconds.
0: Okay, wait a minute. It got really hot because they had it plugged
2: in. You turned, yeah. We had it on the. Uh, um,
0: oh my goodness!
2: A switch, one of those um, surge protector switches. Oh no! Yeah, so, so you turned way.
0: it on, and you were still sitting on it for another twenty-two seconds or so.
2: Yeah, about eight seconds is when it gets hot.
0: Woo! And How did you handle the other seconds?
2: I just sat as long as I could. To, I, in fact, I've sat on it longer. And then I've sat on it into the forty seconds. And, oh, my uh, the day that we set the world record on the radio, I've only did it like it was like twenty nine point nine seconds or something.
0: Didn't it
2: burn like crazy? Uh, I've never been to a point where I've needed ointments or go to the emergency room. Never yet. No, I I typically don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Oh,
0: cool. Um,
2: some of the some of the less crazy thing, like a less well, I did. Another crazy one I did is I have the world record for the most fireworks set off of uh, your body at one time.
0: You had fireworks on your body.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. The, re- <laughs>
0: the,
2: the world record was 15. Wow. Um, that that was. Uh, did you not the really, <laughs> burnt? I I'm very. It was a calculated stupid. If you if you believe that.
1: It was a what?
2: <laughs> a very calculated stupid. Really? It's a very thought-out process. My mom's very proud. She tells all her friends
0: about it. Well, wait a minute. Now, did you have experts that came in or something?
2: No, just my friends and I, and we just um, did a lot of test runs and things like that, and it it ended up becoming a world record. And Um. actually, America's Got Talent has contacted me last year (laughs) to to do that on the show. Okay. I made it really far, but I didn't make it to TV. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to TV, but okay. um, it, it was really cool for them to uh, contact me. To so they had
0: it. you actually do it. They actually seen it.
2: I had to send videos. I didn't. I didn't make it to the audition process.
0: Oh, okay. So the judges they, never seen it then.
2: No, no. They they um their producers were. I never was like soliciting it to to NBC. They came to me to do it.
1: Well, so.
0: That, but but what I'm surprised that they didn't show it on the air. I guess they just didn't.
2: Well, yeah, I didn't get picked. I made it. Mm-hmm. I made it all the way to the final cut before
1: TV.
0: It's, it's kind of weird that they didn't put that on there, though. I would have thought if they contacted you, they'd put it on.
2: That's yeah,
0: that's that's how that stuff goes. But... Yeah. So now tell me about this peanut butter. How does a person eat huh. an entire? Jar of peanut butter, and how large
2: was this jar? Uh it was. Oh, not, I don't have the facts for you uh in front of me, but uh, it was just a standard jar of so, peanut butter. I mean, was butter. it like
0: one of the smaller standard jars, or was it? Yeah, it was, just, it
2: was just a regular size, of the standard jar. Okay. Uh, if you go to, so if the you go to record, about like
0: three, four dollars then, right?
2: I, I would assume it, it's just if you go to recordcenter dot com. And yes. type in Todd DeFazio or peanut butter in the search, it'll come up. And uh,
0: Geez, how the heck did that get down in your throat, man? I mean, uh, a
1: little well, bit of peanut well,
0: butter.
2: The, 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 I guess we should tell the audience the world record is that it's the fastest time to eat a jar of peanut butter, and I ate a jar of peanut butter in uh, one minute and 40 seconds.
0: Yeah, I know. I was like, well, wait a minute. How do you even eat a jar of peanut butter? In ten days, no, I mean, not in ten days, but like an hour, you know. How did you do it? I mean, like, did you have
1: a method or what?
2: Just big, big scoops, and uh, you know, I drank lots of water while I was doing it. And oh my goodness, that helped. Now, yeah. it's funny that you bring that up because um, wow. my my radio show, my my podcast, yeah, is called it's called the Double D Show.
0: Right. And we're
2: coming, we're coming up on our one hundredth anniversary. Or 100th episode.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: So we're going to do something big. Okay. And um, I'm thinking about breaking the Nutella world record next.
0: Okay. Nutella is like peanut butter, right?
2: Nutella is like a hazelnut peanut butter. It has like cocoa in it. Oh, okay. um, So I'm thinking thinking about coming out of retirement with the the world records and uh, do that for my 100th episode.
0: (laughs) That'll be different that'll be different how does somebody get on your your idiot radio list or your double d radio list
2: well, there's um idiot radio is always open to have people uh do radio shows with us we have shows from all over the country we have a show in New Jersey a show in Ohio
0: Yeah, no, but I um, mean how do they get on your list to listen to what you're doing
2: oh how do they listen yeah they can, they can go to idiotradio.net okay and that's kinda of like your one stop shop for everything. There there's did a little bit. No. Yes. There's but do they there's
0: get a... emailed when you are when you're gonna be live or anything? Do they have any kind of uh, notifications?
2: The the best way I would say is follow us on social media and we have a ton of um social media pages.
0: Idiot oh. Radio,
2: uh the Double oh. D show. Oh
0: okay. Uh,
2: my personal one, Pod DeFazio. Um uh, there's there's a bunch of other uh, like closed groups. So we should look
0: them. So when are you doing your one hundred uh, hour podcast? I mean, you said one hundredth podcast, right? Yeah, uh, that going to happen?
2: We're filming. We're we're recording the ninety ninth episode this Sunday, and then we'll take a, a short break, and we'll be back April 29th for the one hundredth episode. We got a lot of planning into it. We're going to have all our all the biggest comedians in the pit in Pittsburgh to come and uh, oh yeah, to do the show with us. We're going to do a comedian. A, like a comic game show. Well, that
0: would
2: um, be thing. A couple of comedian friends do. They're going to do that. We're going to do a bunch of games and uh, crowd interactive stuff. It's not. It's going to be more of a stage show than a podcast. Mm. Uh, just something for the fans to uh, hang out with us. And, so, you know,
0: where is this going to be yes, at over um, there? At Brookline?
2: Uh, yeah, 734 Brookline Boulevard inside the Brookline Pub.
0: Okay. And, uh, so... You know, now you That's say you have a lot of comedian friends. How did you um, network with all these people from your past relationships, or what? How did you? Uh, I
1: didn't
2: know. I didn't know anybody in comedy, but um, the the niche of the Double D Show is we we cater to comedians and pinchers. Oh, we, okay. We um, we spot. You know, we we promote them. We bring them on the show. Okay. We kind of give. We kind of give them the old the feel of the old. Uh, the old um, D V morning show with Jim Crenn. Okay. And and we we like the old Howard Stern show where comedians will come in promote their shows and and then they'll they'll uh, they'll hang out with us and we, we um, the other half of the show is um, is like Saturday Night Live's weekend update very oh. similar very okay. similar to that uh, we we talk about crazy news stories and. And then we just like we riff and make jokes about them, and it's a it's a uh, it's a good time. It, it, it makes you feel like you're a bunch of buddies just hanging out in a in a bar having a few drinks. Isn't, isn't
1: Howard kind of a, ignorant and rude in a lot of ways? Uh, I
2: don't know. I, I I mean he has a reputation of some of the stuff he's done in the past. Right. But um, I think he's more of an interviewer now in the tail end of oh, really? his Oh, so yeah. he's not
0: mean spirited and all that fun stuff?
2: No, I, I wouldn't say that. Interesting.
0: But he is still considered a shock chalk, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I hate that word. But, um, you know, I, I guess you could cl- classify us as uh, myself. I, I wouldn't classify, my, classify myself with Howard Stern, but, right. you, you know, it's, it's uncensored. It's, it's uh, locker room talk. The guy's just.
0: Oh
1: boy.
2: You, you know letting loose and having fun and making jokes and
0: so do you and have make... a lot of females listening in?
2: Believe it or not, even though our demographic slates us at men at the age of eighteen to uh, to fifty. Yeah. We we have a surprisingly high demographic in females, probably 30, 30 to, to forty eight. Mm. Um and, and what's very nice about internet radio and, and, and doing things on the on the internet is you you have all your analytics in front of you. You can see who listened, how long they listened, where they listened from. We're huge in Portugal, by the way.
0: Isn't that something? <laughs> no, wait a minute. You're huge in Portugal, but yet they don't speak. That's not their native language, right? I,
2: I don't know. We we get a lot of Portugal always stats in my top ten. I'm pleased to listen to 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 the Double D show.
0: Yeah, you know, something that's kind of weird with uh, my website, the one that I have, I I get a lot of people from Russia and India, and I'm trying to figure out that. I don't understand that one myself. Now, I, I will say this. You say that you're able to get a lot of analytics. Whatever company you're using, boy, I sure could I would like to know that because I'd like to know who listens to me and when and all that stuff. So yeah, uh,
2: your, your providers, I have I have multiple places to get them. Oh, um, through, through our different. Maybe you uh, can
0: tell me that off the air at some point. Yeah, let
2: just oh. our stream sites and our. Um, we use multiple stream sites, and, yeah. and then we also we also where we house our podcast.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
2: it, it just it shows everything. Don't you and you have to
0: kind of know the technical part of it to, in order to understand all that stuff?
2: I mean, it helps, but anybody can do a podcast these days with Facebook. That's what live. I mean. I mean
0: about knowing the statistics and analytics and how to cipher all that stuff. Is that kind of complicated?
2: Uh it's pretty cut and dry. You just look, and it'll it'll show you. Uh, this many people listen from Pittsburgh. This many people listen really? from Philadelphia. Yeah,
0: and they'll tell you
1: how long.
2: Um, one of the one of the places that I use will tell me they'll they'll break it down to the minute how long people were listening. Oh my! Uh, wh- what part of the show was the peak hours?
1: All
0: that. So let me ask you this now: to get these services, do they charge a fee? Most of these places, or no?
2: Oh yeah, but there's for for beginners. I would suggest going through a free one. They allot you so much time, and and uh, you know until you get your legs under you. A lot of people get discouraged. They'll start a podcast and mm-hmm. expect in the world, and they they get a few listeners, and then you know they quit after a couple episodes.
0: Interesting. Uh,
2: it's it's a long process. It's a relationship you build with people, and mm-hmm. you got to find your niche too. You're niching like anything. You're niching your voice, right? Or uh, and uh, you know my my niche was uh, getting uh, darts thrown at my butt and sitting on grills with no pants.
0: <laughs> you had darts thrown at your rear end.
2: Yeah.
0: Wait a minute. I think we need to discuss this one a little bit. Was that when you were on the radio?
2: Well, that uh, earlier I said I had said that uh, that's what got their attention when I um, oh. when I was trying to get in, into the business.
0: Oh yeah, that got your they atten- They got their attention, huh? So what was it like working with guys? One of the guys' name was Bubba, right?
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's currently on one hundred point seven, the Star Morning Show. It's the Bubba Show.
0: No, but he's
2: a Pittsburgh legend from B ninety four in the heyday.
0: Yeah,
2: of B ninety four, and he was on one hundred point seven. He's still on one hundred point seven. He's what's so fortunate for me is I I've got to work with two of my three heroes.
1: Okay. Actually,
2: if you count three of my four heroes, four people that I look up to in the business, okay. three of them being heroes, I've got to work with two. Okay. Uh, and then currently I'm working with uh, Jim Krenz okay. uh, from, from DVE, uh, formerly of DVE, I should say. No. And uh, it, it's, it's surreal to sit there with one of your idols,
0: yeah. across
2: across the table on on a broadcast
0: that is true
2: and uh it's 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 i'm still kind of catching myself like watching somebody like Jim because he's such a professional and a uh you know all around good guy like he's somebody you want to you want to model yourself after if you okay and he could write a book and say this is how you be like Jim Crim, yeah. I'd be the first person to buy it
0: because no, he's not he, the one that went real political on the radio, right? That was no, sort of, that that was uh, Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, know Jim why, Kren, those two mixed up somehow.
2: Jim Jim Crenn was on D V with uh, Paulson and ba- okay. first with uh, Scott Paulson and Randy Bauman. Okay. And he's uh, Pittsburgh icon. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. He wasn't he on. Um, he was on a long time classic no, type at one point. He was right? on
2: Q92.9 on the morning show there a couple years back.
0: Okay, but wasn't he also way back in the day on like um, 3WS or something?
2: No, it was Q92.9.
0: Oh, it was only Q92.9? Yeah, but he. And he was he on was something else before that. TV. Okay, so he was on there and Q92. Was he on he, Q92 before DVE or afterwards?
2: No, a few years after. It was, that was more recent. That was um, oh in the last five years, I think. And
0: then he
2: left Q92? Yeah, he's no longer at Q92. He does a show called Jim Crenn's No Restrictions okay. on, the Pittsburgh, on the Pittsburgh Podcast Network, and I'm his sidekick and his producer.
0: Now, when you say no restrictions, does that mean he's comedic, or what What type of show is it? uh,
2: it's, uh He kind of tells stories, and we make jokes and
1: oh, okay. laugh,
2: and uh, he's a very good comedian. We just did an event together, and I, I saw him do stand-up comedy for the first time, but he, Interesting. he basically makes his entire living off of comedy right now. He's... He's touring. He's he's in L.A. He's in Pittsburgh. Oh, he goes all he's,
0: over the place, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, he does. He wow. does a lot of corporate events, and he he's he's the first person in my career that I can say honestly has has taken the time and actually mentored me as a as a person, and and and, and work is working with me to get me to the next level where I need to be. Which um, it's a yeah. huge honor for to to say that you know I get to work with yeah. him and.
1: So, but now,
0: now is he a married guy or is he by himself? that he could do all that? Uh,
2: he, he's he's married.
0: Yeah,
1: he's married. And he still
0: he he travels, and I bet the wife ain't too thrilled about him going everywhere.
1: Uh, huh? I don't know about that. I no mean, comment on
0: that one, right? if
2: the pay, if the paychecks are there, I would I would think yeah, that uh, should be.
0: I guess that's true. So he he actually performed in in Los Angeles.
2: Oh yeah, he just came. He just was there. He goes there pretty frequently. He, he's been in movies. Um, hey. Yeah he he's um he's done a lot in L.A.
1: right now.
0: He isn't um like like Hollywood um famous yet. In your opinion, what do you think is up with that one? Like, uh, like his own movies or something?
2: I I don't know. I don't know. He, he's definitely a legend here in Pittsburgh though.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean everybody knows.
2: Very well, very well respected outside of here for well, people I'm like you, for that
1: you know you yeah. So let
0: me ask you a crazy question. Now this is kind of a difficult question. If a person has been doing their thing and they they're at least a halfway a little bit good, but they don't really know what their niche is or quote unquote their dream is. Do you think there's anybody that can help them figure out what it is they're really doing? who may identify what they're actually good at without them knowing, if that makes any sense to you. Do you understand what I mean by that? Like, like I'm going to use myself. I'm not exactly sure what my niche is, but I'm kind of like I can interview anybody on just about anything, and I have the wild openings and stuff, but I don't really exactly know how to classify and figure out what my niche is. So how do you go about doing that? If you just don't have that skill set to figure out what you're doing, so what would you advise for something like that?
1: Oh,
2: if I knew the answer to that, I'd be a rich man right now.
0: Well, man, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what—I might have to meet with you in person to help me out because I need to get paid. <laughs> I, I would—I would just say—I
2: would just say, be true to yourself.
0: That's what I am, but I don't know and what my niche is. I never figured that out yet. You know, I, I would guess this may sound kind of off the wall, but I'm kind of like everybody's old, older or just a cool uncle, cool guy that helps you out, and I tell good stories for the most part or I make you feel at home for the most part. But is there a niche? Is that considered a niche? What What would you even identify that as? I mean, I don't I mean, even know. Do you have any idea?
2: I mean, like... What do you want? The substance of what you're doing. Do You want to like,
0: yeah, I do just a, want to something help something
2: that helps people. Do you, yeah, I mean that's
0: generally what I do, and I like to bring people up and and get people attention that need you know that are in certain businesses, like you know, and and build them up a little bit more. So that's what I'm saying. I I just generally like helping people, but I don't know what that would be considered. You know, and, and I think that I have a pretty good podcast and TV show, but I don't know what to classify it as. So when it comes to trying to tell somebody in the networks or anything, I don't even know what the heck to call
1: it. So it's just kind yeah. of a weird thing, you know. So, but uh, you say your niche is comedy, right? But,
2: yeah, like I do interviews and I I do comedy and you know, when you
0: interviewed. Like the wrestlers, did you make jokes or anything like that?
2: Yeah, I try not to be a cookie cutter interviewer because they get the same questions over and over right. again. So right. I try to like you know take it. The more real it, that I am with them, I think that and if it, I find that to be with a lot of people that interview, okay. Uh, the more the more real you are with them, the more they the real they are, and uh, it's not. It's more of a con- – you make it more of a conversation than an interview. Right. They, they and that's that what I guess I
0: would say that I am. And that's why I go into different different topics or, as you would say, uh, a little bit off topic because I'm more of a conversationalist. I guess – I don't know if there's a niche or anything or if it has a title, but um, I would say kind of conversationalist interview interviewer. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure what you would call that, but – You know, I kind of like, we don't have to, like, if you're, let's say, a a United States senator, we don't just exclusively have to speak about politics, if that makes sense to you. Right. So, let me ask you this. How close are you to Jim Crenn, in your opinion?
1: Uh,
2: We just started working together in January. Uh, How how I started working with him is I had him as a guest on my show uh, two times maybe three and um it started the relationship started from there and um he his honest honest to god truth is he um he said man i enjoy doing your show so much that it makes me feel like i was doing radio back in the 90s when i'm here wow And i'd like to
0: work with you
2: that's a pretty big
0: compliment there todd
2: it is, it is. Like I said, it's anything that I do with him is very surreal. It's wow. I mean, he comes to my house, and you know, we have a. He's been to
0: your house. We have two he, Jim studios. Jim Crane, has been to your house.
2: Yeah, we have two uh. studios. We, we have a studio in Brookline inside the Brookline Pub. It, it's oh my a God. Uh, it's a large studio. It holds up about it holds ten ten yeah. people. Right. And then we have a, a studio inside my home. Okay. Um, it's it's kind of and it's a it's it's a room tucked into the garage kind of, and uh, it's a stu it's an office space slash okay. stu- uh, It's a four mic studio and wow. we'll do, <laughs> we we do on location stuff, but we also do stuff here.
0: That's cool. Um, so let me yeah. ask you this: um, Do you think there's any chance that you could eventually have Jim Cren? maybe listen to a little bit of what we're doing tonight at some point in the future. The reason is the reason why I ask that is I need to figure out what it is that I do and how to list it. Maybe you or him or somebody can figure that out so I can move to the next step because this is what I do. The things that I love doing the the most, there's some other things I got on this, you know, that I care about too, but in terms of a profession would be my TV show, my podcast. That's what I love to do. But I've been kind of stuck in first gear for 14 years, and, you know, that's no fun, and you don't get anywhere with that. So I was just wondering, you know, maybe you or I can figure it out or something at some point, because I need to move to the next level, and I I do want to work with you also. But, uh, you know, we talked about that off off, off this show. But now... So do you think there's any chance we could maybe work something out in your opinion?
2: um, I I can't speak for anybody else, but, you know. I I'd mean, with you, to,
0: but you and I work in figuring things
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. 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 There's possibilities there, and, okay. you know, we've talked about it off air. Okay. Um, like I said, the, the original identity of my, my uh, podcast career was, the Village Idiot Show, and that was more. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's it changed with time. It, yeah. it was, um The Village Idiot Show was uh, we were younger, right? Uh, a Little crazier, and, right? You know, it was it was the the MTV Jackass era, so to speak. Right. And we were doing the crazy stunts and the pranks and
0: all and you that. Have and records now. You have how many road records right now?
2: Uh, I don't know how many. At one time, it was it was thirty-two standing. Um, a I lot of records I, on, on recordcenter.com dot com is the website. I don't know now, how so No, no. When still you say
0: recordcenter.com, dot com, they're not associated with uh, the Guinness at all.
2: No, it's a it's a different entity all itself. They have a book. Um,
0: oh, okay.
2: It's it's a lot more accessible. To, and it's a lot easier to set a world record. They're a lot, lot more user friendly.
1: Now, do you know if Guinness
0: had a peanut butter eating world's record too?
2: Uh, that I don't know.
0: Boy, that's crazy. I still can't understand how you could... now without getting uh, too. I,
2: I was a competitive. I was a competitive eater at one
0: time. How so, do you, but how does a person become a competitive eater without you know? Heaving, I guess, is the best way to put
2: it. Uh I uh, just be good at eating, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I, I mean, uh, don't they regurgitate a lot of that usually?
2: Uh, I don't know. I never did. Um <clears throat> I I how I got into that world was a, an intern at B ninety four was um what? he was a competitive eater and he would uh because I was such a I'm a I'm such a big guy yeah, they they would always be like, hey, why don't you <laughs> go against the intern in a wing eating contest? And this guy was pretty high ranked.
0: Wow. And
2: I I would beat him every time he would go against me. Oh my. So then they were like, hey, why don't you do some contests and things hey. like that? So that that's where the eating stuff comes from. And um wow. you know, I just I just
1: now, was they, good at it. Do they earn? Uh, do they
0: con- do competitive? Eaters actually earn income?
2: Uh, the bigger ones, yeah. I'm sure they have. Really? It,
0: I didn't know that. Like, like the, guys, the guys that do the hot dog over there. Yeah, the Joey Do You think they get paid?
2: Oh, yeah. He he makes good money doing that. And then, then the more popular you are, you get a, appearances and things like know. that. <laughs>
0: but it doesn't make you sick when you eat that stuff like like that? I've never
2: gotten sick per se to during a competition or anything. Well, let me
0: ask this: How many hot dogs have you ever eaten, and in uh, what amount of time at any one time?
1: uh,
2: I I'm not too good at wieners. Um, The the most I ate, I think, at one time was uh, I think 19 in eight eight minutes or nine minutes at Kennywood.
0: Oh, okay. So what are you good at eating a lot of real quickly?
2: Pizza is probably my strong.
0: Uh, oh, really?
2: Strong I've won a lot of pizza contests. And, oh,
0: really? Now, what what is your your record for the most pieces of pizza?
2: I ate four large pizzas in like 12 minutes one time.
0: Four large pizzas? Are you serious?
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. And what is your height?
2: Uh, about six foot.
0: Oh, my goodness! I'd be lucky if I could eat one more pizza in
2: twenty five hours I, I with age I can't do that stuff anymore but so you don't you if, can't do if, that now
1: the,
2: every once in a while I'll compete in a, okay. in a competition uh I'll do like if it's like twelve yeah or whatever i can I can eat like a whole pie pretty quick
0: How many um wings do you think you can do in twenty minutes
2: uh I've never did twenty minutes but uh, in 12 minutes and 50 seconds in the ESPN Wing Bowl, the last year they ever did it was, uh, two, I'm looking at it, I had a certificate on my wallet. It says 2009 was the last year they did it. In, yeah. In the, I won my qualifier in 12 minutes and 50 seconds. I I think it was like 180 wings.
0: That's a lot of wings, brother. Now, Now, when you eat the wings, do you have to eat every piece of meat for it to be counted?
2: Uh some people just count the bones, and then other people count. Uh, they do it by weight. It just depends on the competition you're in.
0: Oh, now, what did ESPN do? Do you remember?
2: I think they counted.
0: Wow, you ate how many wings in 12 minutes?
2: It was uh, It was in the. It was in the 180s somewhere. Holy really,
0: Moses, that's a lot of wings, brother. Now, were they just baby wings or full size or what?
2: Regular regular size uh, wings.
0: I mean, I mean, like regular size it's wings are roughly pretty small, don't you think? Generally speaking.
2: Uh yeah, it just depends. Um,
0: they, they
2: were like the wing, the party wings, not the whole
0: wings. Okay, I'm trying to think. The party wings. I'm trying to get a picture of the sizes, but. Um, well, I'm,
2: a whole wing would have the the wing part and the drum part.
0: Okay. So you had the party ones, the little, they're like half a piece or something like, right? Yeah,
2: it's either the drum piece or the wing part. Okay. Uh,
0: it's Still not the whole one we to Easy. After yeah. you ate all that, did you feel full for the day?
2: Uh sometimes, sometimes I would eat afterwards depending on what the contest was.
0: Wow, that's cool. That must be cool. And what's the family think of all these exciting things you've done?
2: Uh my my fiance hasn't really seen she saw me do pizza a couple times, but she's never seen me do anything like in my prime of that. It was a few years back. I've only been with her four years.
0: So she's seen you with the, eating the pizza. Does she ever laugh at you and say you're crazy or anything like that?
2: Yeah, yeah, she shakes her head and she thinks all crazy. <laughs> I
0: figured that. I figured that. So let me ask you something. This podcast we're doing right now, how would you... Categorize what we're doing. If I was trying to look for a niche, would you call this conversationalist? What would you call this interview? Other than wow. wild, not good. Whatever. I'm kidding. I'm it, being, it's just I'm being an, inter- an interview show.
1: Okay, I'm just,
0: but I'm just yeah. trying to think if I want to categorize it, or or if somebody says, "Well, what do you do?" You know, what would you say is the best way? Just a normal interview show, or what would you call it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you do, if you just do interviews, if you do yeah.
1: speaking, if you—I
0: know, you know I like doing this. I love doing what I do, you know. But I just gotta learn how to do it. I kind of, um, quite honestly, if I can find a way to do this, I, I'm gonna say this on the air, and I'll tell you why I'm saying it—not to put you on the spot, but because what I think of you as a human, okay? Because I'll tell you like it is. Uh, I like you.
1: Oh, I'm not—I'm not
0: sure I would like. The radio show that you do, just because I'm not really, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's
2: not for everybody. I
0: consider um, Howard Stern to be kind of crass or whatever, but he's not yeah. bad or anything. It's just that that's not my bag, if you if you would call it that.
2: Oh, it's not for everybody, no. I, I 100% agree.
0: But And then we, we also think- have
2: the No Restrictions podcast with Jim Crenn, which would probably be a little more up your alley.
0: It might be, well, I may need you to. Say. Matter of fact, now you say he he has some of these things archived, right?
2: Oh yeah, go to PittsburghPodcastNetwork dot com and you can uh, you can hear the uh, Jim and No Restrictions podcast.
0: Now, when you go there, let's slow that down and say it one more time. The website
2: PittsburghPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.
0: Okay, now in your description that you gave me, does that have that link?
1: Uh, sure I think it good. did.
0: But at any rate, the reason I'm asking is I want my audience, when they hear this, to be able to go to this now, so they can go there and they can find his show. Is it easily to find, or do they need to put in a search engine, or how would they find Jim's and your shows?
2: On uh, PittsburghPodcastNetwork.com, and just click on Jim Crowe. Okay. No they
0: go there, they'll see them, like. Like, there, you know how, like, when you go to certain websites, you got to type in everything to look for it? you know. Right, like, no,
2: uh, it, it should be a picture of the logo and just click oh. on it.
0: And are and, uh, we going to see a picture of your Double D show?
2: Uh, Double D show is not affiliated with Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Um, Double oh. D show is, uh, you can get it through idiotradio.net. Oh, uh-huh. okay, uh,
0: he's not on it. I thought he was also on idiotradio.net, isn't he?
2: No, he's. Pittsburgh Podcast Network is through his management team. Oh, and, uh,
0: okay. I see.
2: Um, I just, I work for Jim. I don't work for Podcast oh, okay. Network. So
0: he produces it there, and then it goes on to the other one.
2: Uh, Well, I, yeah, I handle everything, and then he, uh, I, I send it to them.
0: Okay, so then Pittsburgh Podcast, what was it now? Pitt, PittsburghPodcastNetwork.com. Okay, so then you basically ship or email or whatever to them when he's done, right?
2: Uh, Usually when the show's done, I log log into his account and I upload it into the system.
0: Okay, I was just trying to figure out where that people could see it. Now, if we want to see your show and hear your show, there are multiple ways to do it. You said there's something about an app that you have?
2: Yeah, you can hear it on idiotradio.net. That's the one-stop shop. You can get the podcast. There's a podcast section that has all the platforms, pretty much every major podcast platform. You can get the Double D Show. Uh, You can also get it at doubledshow.com. Okay. And um, we also stream like a regular radio station, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And um, you have your own uh,
0: servers and stuff. Then I'm guessing, right?
2: We yeah, we have our own. We're one of the only, uh, radio internet radio. Networks in Pittsburgh that has its own app and it's an idiot idiot radio app and if you have an iPhone, it's on iTunes. if you have um an Android, it's on Google Play, okay. and it's one hundred percent free, and you can download the app and listen to the the radio station twenty four hours a day.
0: So let me ask you this um you say you have sponsors and everything too, huh? Yeah, wow, you're doing all right there, buddy. That's a good thing. I, man, well I would I would love to have that. That'd be great. Let me ask you um a question now. What inspired you to get at twelve years old? And first of all, how did you get into the to the clubs and the bars at, at that age? How did you legally get in there? I mean, well, at that's kind of old, I
2: I was doing like school dances.
0: Oh, and, so you weren't in the and, bars at that point then?
2: No, I, I didn't start hitting the bars until I was 18.
0: Okay, so you did school dances and proms and that kind of stuff?
2: Private parties and things okay. like that, family friends. Okay.
0: So let me ask you a, a crazy off-the-wall question. And I'm allowed because you have Idiot Radio, the Double D Show, and you're a wild man that had tax in your rear end. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this crazy question. And somebody... Wanted to excuse me. Wanted to get further in their career, and I'm one of those somebody's. What about like, would you be willing to mentor people? And well, if so I, how so?
2: I do currently do that. I
0: uh, yeah, but I, I'm not a student. I'm over fifty years old, there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, <laughs> teach,
2: I teach. I teach children. I teach children and mentor kids at, at the Bookline yeah. Teen Outreach. I volunteer and I do a uh, eight week podcast workshop every fall and every spring. Okay, now we're talking about doing a summer one this year. Um, I do. see
0: well, you bluntly um, just interject: if I could come up with the green, I definitely want to do things with you because I like you as a person. I'm, I'm and I hope every uh, everybody on the, on the planet hears this. See, I'm up front. I guess you could say I'm also up front, and uh, maybe I'm like no restrictions in a way, because I just call it as I see them. I like who you are as a person. I've sp- spoken to you on the, on the phone outside of here. I definitely want to work with you. i got to see how that's going to happen. But here's a crazy off-the-wall question I've got to ask you. So are you ready? Are you sitting down, Todd.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: sitting down. Do You have any
0: tax next to you, Tom? I'm just kidding. No,
2: like I said,
0: those days are over. Okay, well, but well, hold on. You know, are you in your 30s?
2: I'm 42.
0: Are oh, you youngster, man? Those days shouldn't be over <laughs> until you're 67 or 80 years old, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's the question I'm gonna throw at you. Um, I gotta check my schedule, but how would you like to be on my live television show, possibly? in April or May. Um, okay, we, well, work, uh, we do it on yeah. the first Tuesday of the month.
2: Okay, well, uh, uh, we can, uh, we can uh, work on an off-the-air... Oh, yeah, um,
0: off-the-air, but, I mean, how would you like that? I think that'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, depending on time and schedules, we, we can work something yeah, out. That'd
0: be yeah. pretty cool. And the other thing is, if we can't get you on the live version, what would you be open to us coming on location... And shooting an in on-location interview like I had done with Doctor Cyril H. Wecht. Oh well, yeah, you can yeah,
2: come
0: to you our. because, you know what? Well, we definitely want to get you on camera. Now the only prep
2: i don't know if you want to do that. I'm not a really good looker, you know. What oh I
0: mean? no, we're not going to go on that <laughs> ride, brother. <laughs> I got. A face I know you to did. Radio. I've seen your picture now. Remember that. <laughs> I you
2: got remember
0: to I, face to Were you the tall guy on the right-hand side?
2: Uh I don't know maybe. you were holding a
0: belt <laughs> some kind of a belt right
2: uh yeah that uh, the belt that my the double d show won Pittsburgh's best podcast back in okay. october so let me in, ask you,
0: are you challenged are you follically challenged or was that somebody else in the picture?
2: I always wear a hat,
0: so. <laughs> okay, so you're not bald then right
2: I, I have hair, but it's it's not it's uh it's
0: not okay, a, so a, but you it I, I hair you a guy in that picture at one point. Did I see a bald guy? I don't know. Might have been a different.
1: Uh, I don't know. But I, don't, I, don't know even, but I, I know
0: I have a comb over. <laughs> I know I don't <laughs> want it, but I got it. Yeah. It's better to have a comb over than not have any, I guess. But you know, I, and, and no offense to bald uh, people who are, you know, bald because I, you know, some people look good bald. I mean, could you imagine? Just give me an idea what I mean. Can you imagine looking at Steve Harvey? or let's say a Michael Jordan or the late Telly Savalas with hair on their head. It just, it wouldn't look right. It just wouldn't look right.
2: Well, I'm going to show my age here. I remember, except for excluding Telly Savalas, I remember Jordan and Harvey with with both had hair. Yeah. uh, (laughs) You remember them when they (laughs) had
1: hair?
2: Yeah. Michael Jordan,
0: uh, Michael Jordan is rookie year. But I don't remember Jordan having hair.
2: Yeah, his rookie year, he had hair. Oh, he did? I don't remember. Yeah, eight,
0: 85, 84,
2: 85 yeah. he played in the Olympics.
0: Oh, yeah? But don't you yeah. think he looks good with his with his bald head? Though? Oh, I
2: agree. I, I my bro, Both my brothers are uh, completely bald on top, and uh, they pull mm-hmm. it off. I, I don't pull it off so much, so I'm going to hang on to it for as long as I can.
0: <laughs> and, uh, well, I may actually have something that might help me grow my hair back, believe it or not. <laughs> I just have yeah, seriously. I'm not kidding on that. There's this new thing that I'm working with, and it is really it has a whole bunch of superfoods and stuff in it. The only thing is, I'm almost afraid to take it because it has so many good things in it. I need to. It's, it's kind of a weird thing. I'm going to check with my doctor, see what they think. But my, almost no, I, I tried to the throw.
2: Rogaine thing one time and gained thirty pounds. Rogaine? Okay. Did you
0: gain weight?
2: I was allergic to something in there. I guess.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. I don't want to um, downplay something here. You you mentioned you're 280 pounds, and you yeah. were at 1.358 pounds. Now right. hold on a minute. That's like a loss of 78 pounds. That's an accomplishment. If yeah, my math
1: uh, is right, that's about 78 pounds, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now, just, uh, explain to us how you went about doing that.
2: Uh I got really strict and, and cut carbs and noodles and bread and
0: Oh
1: really?
2: Lots of chicken salad. Okay. And um my secret weapon against yeah. uh weight loss is for weight loss is um apple cider vinegar.
0: Doesn't that taste terrible though?
2: I, use, I do four ounces to eight ounces of water every Every four times a day, I do it.
0: Okay, so Again, no, wait a minute. So now, do you put the 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 vinegar in the
2: water, or do you take it straight? I put, mix it with water.
0: Okay, so how does it taste? Being honest, what's it like? The, you have to get it used like to it.
2: Very sour water.
0: Interesting. Do you ever have a hard time drinking it?
2: Uh no, nah, not really. I, I know people that that have tried it, friends of mine, and they don't... I end up getting their bottle of vinegar because it's not cheap. It's expensive. The vinegar's expensive. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah, it's, it's, about, it, it, it's about $8 a bottle.
1: For apple cider yeah. vinegar?
2: Yeah, the but you want the... Oh. There's the one brand that you get. You get If you get the cheap stuff, it doesn't work.
0: Oh, well, maybe I had yeah. the cheap stuff. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know.
1: There's so, no good no,
0: brand.
2: for. Four times a day I do it, and uh, it, wow. I can feel a difference when I don't take it.
1: So
0: do you exercise?
2: Uh, No, but my, my regular, the, the other job that I have, I, I'm very active moving oh, really? and moving all day, so it's um, I wish I had time to go to the gym and exercise. I Wait a minute, would. but
0: this other job you have, uh, you're manager of something, I think, but we won't talk. No,
2: uh, I'm a sales rep, and I'm I'm in and out of uh, accounts all day, and I'm doing a lot of twisting and bending and moving and okay.
0: Okay.
1: walking.
0: Okay, okay. Well, that so that kind of keeps you active, then, right? Yeah. But 78 pounds. Do you really think it was because of your uh, the vinegar and the salads and the, being the the sales the, the rep thing, or do you think there was more to it?
2: It's a lot of discipline. It's just eating right and your calories, yeah. and and, yeah. and the key is to eat all day. Um, oh. You know, once every two can... hours, whether it's a protein shake or a protein bar. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, you know,
2: every two hours. That's and then a basically, huge basically, amount.
1: That's a huge amount
2: making good decisions when it comes time for meals and don't eat before wow. bed
0: and hmm. so do you cook a, a pretty good meal?
2: Uh I I'm very lucky these days with my fiance that she uh she pretty much handles everything.
0: Wow very lucky. See. Did you ever tell her you time. feel like a blessed man?
2: Oh, uh, every day. She's you- uh she's my she's much better looking <laughs> and, and, and a funny. good bit young and a good bit younger so oh really i uh, i'm uh I'm very lucky on many fronts in that department
0: now did she find out about you and and meet you because of your your public life or your private life? How did she end up meeting you uh
1: we we
2: uh I met her online online dating
0: oh, cool. and,
2: um before we got serious I had to tell her about my past because if she knew if she googled me she would find a lot of things I uh, yeah. so um yeah I had to before once I realized things were getting serious right I had to I had to say hey you know you might want to Google me or look these things up because this is stuff I used to do. <laughs> what
1: did she think when she first looked now,
2: at it? She's still here,
1: so I just
0: mean, too bad. You know, you say she's still there. No, are you close by her?
2: I'm actually in the studio in my office, so oh, I'm not it's by Oh, She's not
1: around
2: there. Having, having uh, four kids, it, it would be yeah. loud if yeah, I yeah.
0: <laughs> That might be a wee bit of an issue. So let me ask you this though, how close by is she?
2: Uh, She's not close at all. She's oh, so she's
0: in a different building then?
2: Yeah. Our office sits outside of like in the back of a garage.
0: Oh, okay. So are you in your home office or the the, You're right, not in the, the bar house. office, right?
2: No, the the bar. If I was in the bar office, you'd hear a lot of noise.
0: Okay. That, okay. That's a
2: that sits in a loft. Which, uh, if I ever had, if you ever come check it out, man, it's oh, I really want, it's really I, nice inside. It's a um, it used to be a Warner Brothers theater, one of the first ones in Pittsburgh.
1: I think would.
2: Before they had sound, it was. And what's really cool is where the projection room is. Oh yeah. So the wall where the where they used to do the projection room has a big mural on the outside of the wall, and it's so cool. People that come come all, from all over, and they see it, and they're like, "Wow, this place is of so ne- neat and oh nice, um, oh. a lot of history there." Plus, uh, I, I've been I've been DJ. I started out as a DJ there. Oh, man, it was it was a long time ago.
0: But
1: you I'd know think... what? You have a
0: very interesting life, and um, if you're open to it, I definitely want to do another podcast with you in the future. But
1: before oh, yeah. i get
0: ready to go, um, I want Todd Double D. Oh, man, that ain't the right way to do it. Hold on. Hold your ears. Todd Double D! The Had to do that. Sorry about that. Had to do that. Ears okay? Did you survive?
1: I'm good. I'm still here.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, hey! That might have been a world record for your ears being sore. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, before we go, I have a big job for you, and it's a big one. Are you ready?
1: Okay.
0: I want you to slowly list every single website attached to you. And any and every way that a person can connect with you, in terms of your shows, and if they want to work with you, because I think you're a pretty cool guy, and well, I'm I not just you. saying that because you're on this podcast. I spoke to you in real life. Plus, you don't have, you also happen to be Italian. Say, hey, we're now I'm kidding everybody that's not Italian, but hey, what can I say? <laughs> I love everybody, but but I just had to, you know, I, I am glad to be Italian. I will say that. Um, I'm I'm a kind of a wild guy. I have the stereotypical thing. I've done some movies dressed up with the stereotypical, um, you know, mobster. And I will say this: if you looked me up, probably somewhere on the internet, you would see me doing some wild things. I've been in some wild movies. I played the mob boss, all that fun stuff. Just haven't gotten big time for it. But uh, with that, Todd, every single website and or way somebody can contact you and then after that I want your closing thoughts so go ahead I'm listening in
2: okay uh, you follow me on twitter it's the fazia, at the Todd also uh, idiot Radio net on twitter uh, we also have idiotradio.net, dot uh, net the website and that's kind of like our one stop shop that gets get you into everything our facebook pages our, our Twitter, our podcast. Um, you can also find us on Idiot Radio on iHeartRadio. Radio. You can find us on TuneIn Radio, iTunes, um, Google Play. So there's multiple ways. also download our free Idiot Radio app from iTunes or Google Play depending on your phone service. Um, that's www.dshow.com is uh, another place you can get us. And if you're interested in the world records, you can go to recordcenter.com, and under the search engine, put Todd DeFazio, and that'll put you into into the world records if you you want to learn more about that. Also, idiot radio on YouTube, and I think that's about it. That covers it. but Idiot There was something
0: you mentioned after iTunes <laughs> I don't think I ever heard of. What was it that you said that you that they're on? I know you said iTunes. You said iTunes.
2: I'll, I'll run the I'll run the list I'll run the list down of the podcast sites So we're on iTunes we're on Google Play we're on SoundCloud
1: Speaker. we're on
2: Spreaker we're on YouTube and we're on iHeartRadio for for our for our podcast. Okay, now it,
1: Spreaker is
0: another site that people listen to. Spreaker.
2: Yeah, they're all um, they're all podcast hosting sites.
0: Okay, and, and there's one if you
2: put in idiot radio in the search, it'll all come up.
0: Okay, but wait a minute. We almost forgot something very important here. You happen to be the host of the Double D show, but you're also winner of the best podcast that City Paper actually uh had you win. I mean, you know, you won that contest and what have you, and you're the actual winner of the best podcast in 2017. Now that's that's a pretty big deal there, bud.
2: It was a yeah, a podcast.
0: So congratulations on
2: that. It was a huge honor, and our it, it, it was is. by uh, votes. And our uh, our fans and supporters of the Double D Show really came out and uh, and and really came through for us, and we got that big win. And in the picture that you you were talking about earlier, uh, the belt that was that we have, right. And the custom- is a custom-made championship belt made by the guy who makes them for WWE. That's um, it. Yeah, it's a company called Wildcat Belts, and they're in Pittsburgh. They're um, actually more towards the Greensburg area, but it's uh, it's a local tie. And anything that Idiot Radio does, uh, we try to to support local economy and local business.
0: I like that.
2: And, and uh, we always try to keep the money in Pittsburgh. It doesn't always work that way, but we, we most
0: you do most, the best you can
2: when we our first choice is always somebody here in Pittsburgh. Okay. For our T-shirts and things like that.
0: Well, that sounds cool. Well, being that you're a sales rep in your non-public life, uh, it may be kind of difficult to get you on my TV show. But what I'm thinking is I can get you on via video. There is another option. It would be via Skype. Which, okay. ironically, my vehicle was down, and it's been down. I only want to go on that ride uh, for a while. So I actually had done my latest episode completely through Skype, my latest TV show, which was kind of interesting because they somehow made it work live at the studio through my house. And um, it was pretty amazing. But what I'm thinking is we can either shoot a live episode with you physically there uh on location or maybe you can call in through Skype but one way or another we need the Defazio man on there now one thing i want to tell I'll caution- bring
2: the belt I'll bring the belt
1: with me
0: All right I'd like to see the belt <laughs> but <laughs> when you do bring the belt the only thing is we have to speak more about your life as opposed to what would be constituted as advertisement. That's their prerequisites in public access. So I'll be calling you or, or messenger you within the next few days. Um, but I definitely want to work with you because I think, like I said, you're a pretty cool guy. But before you go, you should know that we just have one of your other – looks like one of your fans came in here. It's a uh, possible fan. It says, Boing. Snap, B-O-I-N-G, Snap,
1: and I want to welcome
0: them in, guest four and everybody. Now, since this is the closing moment, I would suggest anyone who wants to hear the full podcast, go to TalkShoe.com and look up Humanity Matter Podcast, and it's episode 679, interviewing Todd, Double D, DeFazio, But, Todd, before you go, I want your closing thoughts. What makes Todd DeFazio tick, and why do you care about people? Because you seem to be a person who also has a great compassion for people, And, and I'm picking up on that. So if you could tell us your final thoughts, maybe you could say hello to Boeing Snap, and we'll go from there.
2: No, we'll so say hi, boy. Snap! I don't know who you are. You say something in the chat. Say hi before we go. What makes me tick is uh, tacos and pizza. And uh, I don't know. I I like to give back to people. I like to mentor kids. I, I coach. I volunteer and coach baseball. And you know, I I like to. There was a lot of people I've been fortunate to work with and have have me under their wing and mentored me, and I just want to do my part. And if I could make the difference in somebody, especially a young person's life, and put them on a positive path, you know, I'd, I'd be it'd be an honor to to do that.
1: Well, I
0: have to say, I think it's pretty amazing that at the age of 12 years old, you already had an idea what you want to do. So, congratulations! Oh yeah,
2: that. I'm always wanted to be a DJ.
0: And now you're you're kind of a PJ, I guess, a podcast J, right? Was that? Would they, uh, they call would you a PJ? Talk show I'm like, ho-
2: I was talk show host. What did you say? Um, a talk show host.
0: Oh, that's all. They they still only call us a
1: talk show host. They
0: don't call us
2: podcast. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't term
0: know. Either. Forget about <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> but, um, one thing, can
0: you do something or say something funny for us to kind of close out this this segment?
2: Uh, How about I tell you a funny story? How about that?
0: That sounds good. Boing snap, I hope you like the idea.
2: Okay, well, I I have kids, right? I have a a two-year-old son. His name is Vinny. You don't get more Italian than Vinny DeFazio, right? And uh, he's a huge, I mean, huge wrestling fan to the point where he imitates the guys. He knows their entrances. He knows their music. And... uh, He's uh, not allowed to do wrestling moves, and he's not allowed to jump on the couch. Well, one day I was sitting at my dining room table, and I look across the room, and I see Vinny doing uh, macho man elbows off the couch onto his siblings. And I said, hey, are you allowed to be over there doing uh, wrestling moves and jumping on the couch? And he looked at me, and he said, who, me? I said, yeah, you. your name's Vinny, aren't you? He said, no, I'm Batman.
1: And, uh, I like that. I, w- I bet Michael Keaton would have liked that too. I'm Batman. <laughs> he, he was very serious when he said oh, it. and man.
2: I mean, part the dad part of me was like, uh, you can't be jumping on the couch. But deep down, I was so proud inside that he was executing that macho man elbow <laughs>
1: exact,
2: exactly the way that, that Randy would do it.
1: Or did the siblings start crying?
2: Oh uh, no, they're they're a little bit older than him, but
0: uh, okay, that's funny.
2: <laughs> but yeah, he, that's uh, that's my funny story.
0: I like that. That was a cute one. I think that was cool. All right, well, man, I'll tell you what. I appreciate you being here for an hour and ten minutes. Uh, you're a good guy. I'm definitely communicating with you. Did you did you have a good time?
2: Oh, it was a great time. It was very uh, the hour went by very fast.
0: So that, well, I'm glad you had a good time. You know why? If you wanted to pull my hair out, I would be having more of a comb-over.
1: Oh, geez.
0: I don't need <laughs> that. I will right, well, listen, everybody, you know, you heard the links, and I definitely want you to check out the Double D show and, and Idiot Radio, which, by the way, uh, Todd was one of the founders and created this entire network. That's correct, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I uh I pretty much did myself actually. Well, I, have, I have a team of people that work with me now, but uh in the beginning it was just me, long nights sitting inside of a, in front of a desk in front of a computer and and putting everything together.
0: Well, congratulations on that. In the meantime, I guess I'll go have me some dinner. Unfortunately I don't eat the right stuff, but we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. So everybody keep listening to Todd and while you're at it, check out the um Double D show. And when did you say they can hear it live again this Sunday? Uh
2: yeah, it'll be it'll be live in studio Sunday, two PM. At idiotradio.net, if if you're in the Brookline area, I encourage you to stop by the Brookline Pub, and you can watch us live instead. Okay. We really, if you uh, now, when we are say in the area and you want am. to see how a podcast or a radio station's done, oh, you could oh. Uh, you could you could see it live. You could see us. And we have now, a um, comedian coming in by the name of Jay Cooper. He's a very yeah. funny man. He's uh, he's a five-time finalist at the Pittsburgh Improv. Wow. And uh he's uh he's really uh he's a good friend of the show and uh we'll be gear our whole focus will be gearing up into our one hundredth episode in April. So this will be the big uh it's our season seven finale and then we'll be getting wow. ready for, for So the wait a minute episode. now you
0: say it's two PM Eastern Standard Time this Sunday. Let me ask you this. Um if somebody's coming up there, it's the Brook what's it called? The Brookline Pub?
2: Yeah, seven thirty four Brookline Boulevard.
0: Okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, and, and roughly speaking, if people have vehicles, is there usually a way to find a place to get them parked?
2: Oh, uh, it's uh, parking's right on the street, right in front on Brookline Boulevard. If you know Brookline, you know what Brookline Boulevard's about. Yeah, uh, I think I know
0: a, I know a, Vermont, but I don't really know Brookline all that much. But, it, but that's you okay.
2: can't miss the place that it has a moving. Uh, sign. It, it, it's an animated sign. It's always oh, really?
0: flashing.
2: It's okay. always flashing uh, the specials and things like that. And it's right next door to Cricket. You can't miss it. 7:34 on the Boulevard. And if you ever want to stop by and see us, we also run charity comedy shows there and and different uh-huh. things uh, every six months. And you know, you can get all that information by following us on social media. Idiot Radio.
0: All right, well, that sounds exciting, and you have a nice night. And everybody, remember that you and humanity and all forms of life really does matter. Good night, everybody. Remember to go there live at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you're in the Pittsburgh Brookline area, and just tune in and, and have a lot of fun. Good
1: night, and God bless you, and thank you, Todd. All right, thank you.